G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Plenty happening in the world of football. And next week, huge week, because the Socceroos squad uh, for the World Cup is named. To break it all down and preview another big weekend of the A-League, one of our favourites here is Andy Harper, who's been good enough to join us. G'day, Andy. Jules, how are you going? Very, very well. Before we get stuck into what might happen with this Socceroos squad, uh, for those that haven't been following it too closely, the Bruno Fornaroli story. So let go by Perth Glory. Subsequently, stories have emerged that he refused to sit on the bench for Ruben Zatkovich. And now he's been quickly snapped up by Melbourne Victory. What what have you made of the events around Bruno the last uh, week or so? Well, it's not an unfamiliar story around sport, um, generally. Uh, and as he's left uh, Perth Glory, then um, a thinly veiled swipe from coach Ruben Zatkovich just to clear the air from his side of things was all part of uh, the sports shtick, as you, uh, if, if you like, Jules. Look, there's nothing surprising here. To me, watching Bruno, and he's one of my favourite players, he's always seemed a little bit of a fish out of water over at the Glory. Um, you know, ever since... He left Melbourne City, and I, look, I remember when things turned from at Melbourne City because he was flying that first year uh, with Aaron Moy and Harry Navio, the most exciting attacking trio that the comps delivered through that season. And then he went into the next season, or maybe it was the one after, and he got his ankle done um, in a in a FA Cup match, uh, and that really sort of um, pegged him back a little bit. It's been a, was a little bit difficult for him to recover. It's a long, long repatriation, and then. He locked horns with Warren Joyce and then got his Don't Come Monday and ended up at Perth, blah, 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 blah. Um, the arrival of Tony Povovich at Perth really gave him a new lease on life. Um, and then it's no surprise that the cards have fallen the way they have, fallen the way they have, and that Popper um, is, is pretty keen to get Bruno back. Um, I'm not sure if there was any talk before Bruno allegedly refused to accept his place on the bench maybe to expedite matters. Who knows? Anything could happen in the world of sport. But I have to say, I think it's good for glory that, that Ruben Zatchevich, the coach, has got some clear air there now. He obviously wasn't happy. Um, and I think it's fantastic for Bruno to be back in Melbourne. And I think it's wonderful, and with Tony Popovich, and I think it's wonderful for victory uh, to find a class striker like that, albeit um, a guy who's got less days in front than he has behind. Nevertheless, he still loses quality. And with the sort of team Popovich has got there, really they're just missing that con- consistent lethality, if that's a word. I'll just make it up if it's not <laughs> in the penalty. And Bruno, Bruno can bring that. Yeah, Jared Waitley's just dro- jotted that down. That's a word he will use uh, from now on. But you, you've been in locker rooms, Andy. When, when a player gets signed, and we know his quality, as you said, he's been one of the better strikers we've seen in the A-League. But when they're signed and, and the way it's ended at a previous club has been... Acrimonious? Does it does it raise questions in a locker room? No, not not when it's one of the top strikers in the comp. In fact, you know, from my dealings with Bruno, he's a he's a wonderful character, um, very well respected, uh, and I think on that, you know, he's got a great reputation. Unless I've misread things, so on that front, he'll be welcomed into the dressing room. Then, when you're in a competitive environment, of course, you know some people might get a little bit nervous because that quality is going to be challenging you for your place in the team. But ultimately, I think, particularly the way Tony Popovich uh, appears to manage things, it'll just sharpen everyone up. 
Um, and if Bruno can be that answer to finishing off some of the great play that Victory have delivered so far without reward, um, then there's not going to be any opposition. If 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 Bruno doesn't settle, um, if he doesn't play well, um, and if he does show all the hallmarks of um, you know a 35 year old who's nearing the end of his career, um, apropos Ruben Zakovic's comments about him. Uh, then it could fall very flat and then people could start turning on each other. But I don't particularly expect that. He's a great professional, super player, um, and with other guys delivering um, the bullets uh, into his chamber, he'll be firing plenty of healthy shots, I'm sure. So Victory hosts the Jets uh, tonight. You can see it all on Paramount+. Uh, Plus um, Tomorrow it's City versus Perth. City pegged back by uh, Wellington last week in a two-all draw. Just on the defending champions, uh, Andy, how, many, how much concern would John Aloisi have right now? Um, well, it's not at the moment um, because the way I'm watching the team, despite the fact that you know they got overrun, uh, conceded the two-goal lead and lost 4-2 last week against the Mariners, who stars have been great, uh, but they were very good last week too. Apart from the circumstances of that, what the Western United team looks to me is still rock solid. Um, you know, they haven't had the results yet, but I think they've, They've shown a real unity of purpose. So the, the big problem, as I see it, for Western, uh, which I can re- only repeat now, and I said before the season, was I just don't think they refreshed the dressing room enough uh, in the off-season. James Troisi aside, who's been a great pick-up, but, but Lacroix started flat. Leo Lacroix, the big centre-half, who was great last year, he started very flat. Um, and Prijevic, the Serbian striker, who really led the line uh, when he got to play last year, um, has been missing in action. Um, I'm not quite sure when he's expected into the team. That's two really big gaps with no other refreshment into the squad. And I, I thought that was going to bite them. Uh, I think it is biting them. Um, but I would say that you know, Johnny's a great coach. He's, he's proven that. And the team still looks solid. They just need a circuit breaker. Um, if they don't get the circuit breaker soon, then people will start looking over their shoulders. But for the time being, they look to me still to be pretty well aligned. Speaking with Andy Harper, Paramount Plus football expert. As we said off the top there, Andy, Socceroo squad named next week and uh, a bit of relief overnight. Uh, some good news on the injury front for, I guess, one of the Socceroo's most important players coming into the World Cup in Martin Boyle. Mm. Well, he uh, since he, he led the Scottish Revolution inside the Socceroo's dressing room, has been the standout performer. I mean, he hit the ground running his first game for the Socceroo's uh, in Brisbane was just amazing. He's been great ever since. In fact, I, I can't remember him having a flat performance for his adopted national team, and he's been outstanding. So he gets through this injury problem at the moment. Of course, he'll be on the plane, and he'll be one of the most effective players that Australia has. That, that, that is good news because there is a few injury stories bubbling around, not just our team, but you know, well, this, is, this is one of the issues with this World Cup being... Um, lodged right into the middle of the Northern Hemisphere leagues. Um, players are going to be already carrying niggles going into this tournament, um, and the, the Socceroos are no different. I, I think the biggest story that's got to emerge is how far down the track Harry Sutar yep. is, because he's an enormous difference to the team. You mentioned the injuries. Some of the, the big countries around the world have had a bad week, haven't they? I've seen Timo Werner's been ruled out for Germany this morning. Jung Min Son is probably not going to play for South Korea. Paul Pogg was out. Lukaku's injured for Belgium. So there's been some injuries around. What's When the team comes out next week, what's the most fascinating selection you're looking for? Who's the player that interests you most, whether they're in or they're not in? 
Um, well, there's a few, and they're all at the front end of the pitch. Well, firstly, Harry Suter, right? Just to go, just mm-hmm. to just to close off that discussion. I'm really hoping he's he's deemed to be World Cup ready, um, and I'll be looking to see that decision uh, and how it's been made. Um, then it's the other end of the pitch, you know, that the team tactically is can operate. Um, Graham Arnold is very capable in that in that part. Um, and he's got players who can execute, you know, across the field very well. You know, the midfield has great potential with Aaron Moy hitting some European Champions League fitness, which is a huge thing for our team. And so then it's it's which of the four game changes that I think we'd all suggest um, Tom Rogic, Marco Cilio, Daniel Arzani and Garan Qual, um, which of those? Not all of them are going to get picked. Um, maybe one of them gets picked, Um um, and that's going to be my interest. I'd be really both surprised and disappointed if the youngster Qual doesn't get a get a yep. shot. Um, um, but you know, it, it might be thought that he's just too green, and and that's fair enough. But uh, that's not the way I'd read it. I, I think um, off the bench he can give enormous value. Um, and you look at how you're planning for those three games, hoping to go into four games, Jules. You know um, how 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 unified how ready for battle, how ready to defend their tournament are France going to be? It's going to be extraordinarily difficult if we can um, manage to come up with a par or even just close to subpar um, outcome there, then that sets you up for the next two games. A lot of people reckon Denmark is going to be actually the hardest game of the three, but that's going to be a Denmark without Christian Eriksen in full tilt situation. Um, Still going to be very difficult to handle if he's selected, uh, which gets down to the Tunisia match, and you'd have to think if we go into that with a puncher's chance, um, that then that's when Graham Arnold might look at these guys off the bench to get the three points we need. You're going to have to win one game, you'd reckon, and you'd have to suggest that Tunisia is that potential game. So not that they're going to be a, a, to lay down Mazet by any chance, but that's the one you'd be highlighting. So what are the best players, if you can get to that Tunisia match, to pick up the three points and, and hold water and be uber-competitive in the other two. I think that's the discussion around uh, the team at the moment. Um, uh, Because I I think the boys will be solid and strong, and and they're going to be very difficult to beat. There's a teenager on everyone's lips at the moment playing over in Italy. He scored and had an assist for Roma this week, uh, Christian Valparto. Is there any chance he's in the squad? He hasn't committed to whether he wants to play the Socceroos. He's played uh, underage football for Italy, but he's still available for the Socceroos if he wants to be. He made some comments earlier in the year that weren't overly promising in terms of... He might have just lost our Andy Harper there. He might have just dropped off. Uh, so I'm just talking about Christian Volpato, who's uh, scored uh, for Roma in the weekend. He's played underage for Italy. He's a young gun that was overlooked by a couple of uh, A-League clubs here, but he's gone over. He's playing under Jose Mourinho and is a very, very uh, exciting talent, not only in Australian football, potentially, uh, but he's doing some great things uh, in the Serie A uh, over in Italy. So he still hasn't made a decision yet who he wants to play for. On current form, you think he would be uh, in this Socceroos squad. Uh, but uh, as we say, he still hasn't committed. And the squad comes out on Tuesday. So it's a, it's a really interesting one. He's, he's one that a lot of Aussie football fans would absolutely love to see in the squad. But first of all, uh, he's got to actually uh, commit. Uh, as Andy uh, Reid joins us, Andy was just asking about Christian Volpato. Any chance he's in this Socceroos squad? Mm-hmm. Well, is there any chance that was his agent on the line trying to cut the cord off? 
Mate, who knows? All he's saying is he's not interested publicly. I'm not sure if this is ducks and drakes. I don't feel qualified to offer a view on Christian. Um, I've, I've never actually seen much of him. Of course, playing for and scoring for Roma under, should I say, Mourinho comes with a lot of bells and whistles. Um, and, of course, that des- deserves to be duly considered. Uh, I'm just not anyone who can wade into that argument because I, I can't offer a view. Um, suffice to say that if Graham Arnold, and he would have done the homework on him, and if he gets the sense um, that, that Christian is committed to the cause and can be committed to the cause, despite what we read in the press, of course, that can be a totally different story, then yeah, yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he gets picked from nowhere, literally, really, um, uh, because, as you said, so far he's aligned himself with the Azzurri, and that's uh, his right. Um, but if they can dangle the World Cup carrot, I, I'm not quite sure you know, how you could turn that down, really, to be honest, but that's just a personal view. And then it's up to Graham Arnold to decide, actually, if, if the if the player has has what he needs. Yeah, it's going to be fascinating to see who is in that squad come next week. Andy, as always, thanks for your time. Enjoy your A-League football this weekend. I will do, Jules. Thanks very much. All across the network, 10 bold and Paramount Plus, don't miss a second. How's that for an ad? You're doing your job for me. I was just going to say, round five of the Izuzu Ute A-League action kicks off tonight when Victory hosts Newcastle Jets on Paramount Plus. All the round five action on Paramount Plus, including Saturday night Western Sydney Wanderers versus Central Coast, Brisbane Raw versus Sydney FC, and also the first round of the FA Cup also kicks off this weekend on Paramount. But uh, Andy Harper doing his job for me 